0: Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. Hey, legends, welcome to another solo episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me and a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, depending on when you are listening to this. We're actually still pretty much a week away from New Year's Eve, but we'll get in early, hey? Uh, but I hope you have had a great Christmas and I'm looking forward to diving in today to discuss around like what you should be focusing on in 2023 in order to make it a successful year for your health and fitness and a sustainable year. So I see this far too often when it comes to people trying to get in shape. People go to extremes, right? And I've spoken about this before in terms of people think you need to be on or off when it comes to training and nutrition. So we go all in with a nutritional approach with a training approach which we know from day 1 is not sustainable and it's not something that we're going to be doing in the long term and typically the mindset around this is almost like a countdown of like how much longer is left of this program until i can go back to normal or how much longer is left of this diet until i can go back to eating all the things i love and that is pretty much just the recipe for disaster when it comes to any form of health and fitness journey and it's something that is not going to be able to be sustained for a long period of time. So in my opinion, it's not worth starting in the first place. So anytime there's a program or a nutritional approach. Now, obviously, if there's someone listening to this who is trying to get ready for a bodybuilding show or who is a professional athlete or has for some unknown reason a need to follow a nutritional approach in particular, that is just not sustainable, but it's only for a very short period of time, then yes, I completely understand that. But for the majority of people tuning into the Fitness and Lifestyle podcast today who are wanting to get in shape in the new year and stay in shape, you have to take a few things into consideration before you begin your journey around whether or not it's going to be something you can stick to because I've used this analogy before, but when I see people follow these approaches that they know that they're not going to stick to for a long period of time... I liken that to being told that if you work your ass off for the next 10 weeks, like work from the moment you get up to the moment you go to sleep and save as much money as possible that in 10 weeks time or 12 weeks time, you're going to get your dream car, right? Like supercar, right? You're going to get a Lamborghini, Ferrari, whatever the fuck it is. And so you, you work your ass off and at the end of that time period, you get your dream car, but the the... The terms are, the start of the program is that once you reach it, you only get to have the car for two weeks and then you go back to your old life where you didn't have as much money and you don't have your dream car again. Majority of people are not going to take me up on that deal, (laughs) I would imagine. And that's fair enough. But when it comes to health and fitness, people don't seem to see it that way. So we follow this nutritional approach and a training plan over a period of time, might be six weeks, eight weeks, 10, 12, whatever it is, and we get to the end of it and we're in incredible shape and we're, we're super proud of ourselves and we're, it's required a lot of discipline and you know, we get all the compliments from our friends and family and whatnot. But then within a few weeks, our physique looks like shit and our habits have not changed one bit since the start of the program and we go back to normal and all of that hard work has quite literally just gone to waste. Okay, So when I look at getting in shape and when I look at working with my clients on the DK Fitness app, whether it's a VIP club, whether it's my platinum members or any of the programs that I coach people through, and this includes in person as well, my goal is to, to give them the tools that is going to allow them to sustain the results for as long as they want and take complete control of their results. So when it comes to nutrition, it's like, all right, do you understand the energy in versus energy out, the, the importance of quality foods, the importance of hitting your protein targets the importance of water, the importance of micronutrients, um, how to budget your calorie intake, how to switch foods around and keep some variety in your program to allow for better adherence to your nutrition so that it doesn't feel like you're dieting at all and you're not missing out. With your training, do you understand why we're doing this session today? Do you understand why we're training each muscle group twice per week? Um, Do you understand why we're only adding in cardio when necessary, when we don't, don't want to reduce our calorie intake any further? So it's like... You have to have this understanding as to what the process involves and why you're doing it so that you can take complete control and so that you can fit it in within your lifestyle so that's something that once you get in shape... I mean, the goal should be to get in shape and stay in shape. All right? That's that's my opinion. Like Anything outside of that is a fucking waste of time. So... Before we begin the journey of 2023, and you know you know my opinion on this, I think there's absolutely zero reason why you should be waiting to start your goals um, on January 1st if you know exactly what they are already. And this applies for any time of the year or any time of the week, even you know, waiting till Monday to start something that could be started on Thursday. It's like if you want it bad enough and you have reverse engineered the steps that are necessary to achieve it, then why the fuck are you waiting? Okay, But I understand there will be a lot of people that set their their goals for 2023 around health and fitness and getting in shape. So these are the things, in my opinion, need to take into account. Um, and, and the approach, I guess, that I think is the most optimal when it comes to um, seeing those results in a relatively short period of time and then being able to sustain them until we get to the end of 2023, if that's what you want to do. Okay, so firstly, on the nutrition front, very important that you understand flexible dieting, you understand tracking your calorie intake, you understand rotating food sources and, you know, sticking to an average calorie intake across the span of the week and then gaining an understanding as to whether or not you're in a calorie surplus, which means you're taking in more calories than you're burning on average, a calorie deficit, which means you are expending more calories than you are consuming on a, on a consistent basis. Or maintenance where you're just pretty much maintaining your weight, you're happy with your look, you're focusing on training, performance, and you know, you're know you just happy to cruise along, which is fine as well. The importance of knowing this is significant because this is going to give you the reins for your results for the whole year. You get to choose now what your body looks like. You get to choose whether you go into a deficit to see fat loss. You get to choose whether you go into a surplus to gain muscle mass and to gain weight. Now, the tools you should be using, MyFitnessPal to track your calorie intake, to figure out how many calories you need um, to be in a deficit. There's plenty of formulas online, including one in the show notes below um, through my ultimate flexible dieting guide. But all these formulas are not going to be perfect, right? So when when you are tracking your intake, and this is very important as well, you don't need to account for all the calories you're burning from the cardio sessions, all the calories you're burning from your training sessions and whatnot, right? It's just like... You figure out how many calories you need. So let's say it's twenty five hundred, and you know that you're doing five training sessions a week. Four of them are in the gym, and one cardio session. Okay, you stick to your twenty five hundred per day, or you can you, know, you can um, you can spread those out. You can allocate those calories in any way you like, as long as at the end of the week your average is twenty five hundred or whatever your number is. If you are seeing results at the end of the first or second week, then you don't change anything, right? If you're seeing Uh, fat loss or weight loss too fast, then you bring your calories up. If you're not seeing any results at all, we have a couple of options. We can either increase our output by adding in some more training. So that might be a longer cardio session. It might be an extra cardio session. It might be an extra weight session. Uh, You might increase your average steps per day. Very easy. All these little factors that come into play um, determine, the, the variables here determine what your results are and you're in complete control of that. But tracking your food intake with MyFitnessPal, making sure majority of your calorie intake is from nutrient-dense whole foods. So let's say 80 to 90% of your calories come from the quote-unquote healthier foods and then allowing that 10 to 20% for things that may not necessarily be seen as healthy, such as a drink at dinner, um, some ice cream before bed, going out for breakfast or lunch with your friends, dinner, whatever it may be. Um, by doing this, we, we know that we are either eating the right amount for fat loss or eating the right amount for muscle gain and weight gain or we're eating the right amount for maintenance because there should be no guesswork involved in seeing results. Like the amount of times I've spoken about this, like it cra- it's crazy to me that people go into whatever it is, let's say a fat loss phase. They have no idea how many calories they're consuming. They're training like fucking way too much or maybe not enough. But the whole, the whole point of what I'm saying is that if they get lean, they're super happy, but they have no fucking idea why they got lean. If they don't get lean, then they're very pissed off, but in the end of the day, it's their fault because they had no control over any of the variables. So if we know how many calories we're consuming, we then get to manipulate them up or down depending on whether or not we're seeing results, and you just take complete control. You maintain a social life. It doesn't feel like you're dieting as such. Um, you 're still able to enjoy the food you love because i don 't think you should ever cut something out of your diet that you know you can 't go the rest of your life without and i 'm a big big advocate of that and it becomes very fucking simple like all these little details that you 've probably heard about and worried about don 't make as much they don 't they don 't matter as much right so things like meal timing, things like having a protein shake as soon as you finish your training like all these little little details that would make the smallest percent of a difference don't matter so much when you take care of the main things and that is making sure you're eating the right amount of calories making sure you're eating enough protein which in my opinion is two grams of protein per kilo of body weight as a minimum and that you're trying to fill majority of your calories with more nutrient dense foods healthier foods so thinking of your body like a sports car um, providing it with high quality fuel to allow it to perform at its best not break down um, and and feeding it with what it actually needs okay so that's the nutrition side Regardless of whether you're trying for fat loss, muscle growth, maintenance, you have to know your numbers, become the CEO of your own body. Start to learn this if you don't know it already. As I said, there's links in my show notes you can check out more info on, but this is a must. You cannot guess your way to results. And one last thing I'll add to that is that if you're vegan, if you follow intermittent fasting, which I'm going to be doing an episode on this week, um, if you're paleo, if you like high-carb, low-carb, high-fat, oh wait, high carb, low fat or high fat, low carb, regardless of what nutritional approach you follow, it all falls under the umbrella of flexible dieting and tracking your calorie intake. I don't give a fuck what you eat, I don't care how you do it, but you need to know your numbers because if you don't know your numbers and you're not sticking to an intake that is allowing you to be in a a negative energy balance, then you can train as much as you want, you can eat as healthy as you want, you're not going to see results. Second thing is training, okay? I think particularly on a fat loss phase, people go way too hard with their training too early so then once you hit a plateau, you've got not much room to move but also you burn out quite quick and sometimes, a lot of the time people's bodies aren't primed to take on that amount of volume from day one. Um, for muscle growth, I think there's so many different factors with training that comes into play in terms of enjoyment, in terms of working around injuries, in terms of um, you know, equipment availability that you may have access to um, your lifestyle in terms of how often you can actually train and whatnot, but mm. I think the the key things here, um, let's say for we'll, we'll cover both, right? For just fat loss and muscle growth, let's keep it on the on the theme of body composition today, and we won't go too much into you know athletic performance and stuff because that's a whole whole another episode by itself. But training wise, for for fat loss, I think. Um, very important that you start with minimal training, so you know, cut it right back. Don't go into seven days a week, to two sessions a day. Um, start with something that's very sustainable. It might be three or four sessions in the gym, um, and maybe zero cardio. All right, or maybe a little bit of cardio. It's up to you, but um, you just have to understand that throughout a fat loss phase, it's important to retain muscle mass and strength. The only way to do that is to continue lifting heavy with your compound movements um, or at least lifting in a rep range, which is challenging for you and you can retain some of the strength you built previously. If you don't, you will lose the muscle mass and the strength. So just think, use it or lose it. Cardio should be used as a tool. So once you've done all your strength and resistance training sessions and you feel like you don't want to add in anymore, um, keeping in mind you can add re- intensity to your training to burn more calories through higher rep ranges uh, every now and then, intensity techniques like drop sets, pause, uh, rest pause sets, um, super sets, all this type of stuff in the gym. Um, I think even going with resistance-based uh, hits, a high-intensity interval training is a really good one too if you're trying to retain that muscle mass and look like you actually go to the gym and not just look like you know an endurance um, cardio athlete, which happens a lot of the time because people neglect the strength side because they think cardio equals fat loss. It's very important to understand that, like, I've talked about this so many times, but cardio does not equal fat loss. Energy, you know, expending more energy than you're taking in is what leads to fat loss. So if you want to do that with cardio, go for it. If you want to do it without cardio, that's fine as well. Um, If you prefer to spend more time in the gym and not do any cardio, that's awesome. Just keep in mind, guys, that when you hit a plateau, you just have to make a decision with fat loss. You're either increasing the amount of energy output, which can come from the gym, it can come from cardio, or you're reducing your calorie intake and you just have to bring calories slightly lower, okay? Or a very, very small amount of both. <coughs> so that's with the fat loss side of things. Um, as I said, start small and then add more in once you hit plateaus. Just don't go 100% from day one because when you hit a plateau, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place if you're already eating next to nothing and, and training way too much, okay? Um, that's, that's fat loss. Uh, with mouth, Wow. With muscle growth, um, with muscle, man, that's so hard to say. I don't know why I'm struggling so much with that. But with muscle growth, um, I think, in my opinion, targeting each muscle group at least twice per week. Okay, it doesn't take you a full week to recover from a training session. Um, I think focusing more on frequency. So instead of going in and training chest for, you know, twenty sets in one workout, you might split that over two sessions. So. You might be training chest twice a week, but you might also pair that with triceps and shoulders, um, or whatever you want to do. You know, at the moment, I'm following a full body training split, which is awesome. I'm actually pretty much training every muscle group four times a week, which I'm finding really effective. But I, in my opinion, I think aiming for around, you know, at minimum ten sets on each muscle group per week, um, upwards of twenty sets, uh, depending on what your training experience is. But with mu- with muscle growth. Understand that um, progressive overload is the key, okay? So you need to be doing more reps, more sets, more weight over time. And if you are continuing to do that, and particularly if you're eating a calorie surface, you'll continue to make improvements to your lean muscle tissue, to your training performance and strength, um, to structure your workouts in a way that is going to allow you to progressively overload, particularly on your compound movements. Um, you know, each workout, I think you should be focusing on at least one to two compound movements using your isolation and accessory exercises as the icing on the cake to increase volume. Um, They are going to help you obviously get stronger with your compounds. If there's certain weak areas that are stopping you from, from overloading your compounds as much. Um, But again, sometimes with, with muscle growth, I think less can be more a lot of the time. Um, You don't need to be going in, expending a fuckload of energy every single session when you're trying to build muscle mass. Like, Remember, the goal is to be in a positive energy balance. So, progressively overloading over time, um, and making sure you are eating in a calorie surplus, and you are going to be sweet. So, that's kind of the the training side. Um, I think other factors that I would love for people to focus on in two thousand twenty three would be recovery. You know, I've mentioned a, month, a bunch of times before. I've been using a Whoop band lately to track my heart rate variability, my sleep, and whatnot, and that's been a game changer. Um, really opened up my eyes and maybe a lot more consciously aware of my sleep patterns, how many hours I'm getting, the quality of sleep, what I'm doing before bed and whatnot. Um, If you guys want to try out a Whoop, you can use the code DJK10 on the Whoop site and try it out for yourself if that's something that you want to take a bit more seriously. Out of all the kind of tracking devices I've used, Whoop has definitely been by far the more effective one in my opinion. Um, I think water intake is highly underrated, so making sure you're drinking way more water than you're drinking now um, I would I would say three liters as a minimum. It does vary from person to person, but if you just focus initially on drinking more than you are now, you'll be sweet. Um, recovery, you know, outside of sleep and hydration and nutrition. Um, if you're, you know, financially able to afford to go and see someone like a remedial massage therapist um, or a physio or whatever every now and then just to take care of the muscle tissue, um, focus on foam rolling, mobility, stretching, all that stuff as well um supplementation you know can't go past supplementation i think it it can be important just understand that as the name would suggest your supplements are only going to help you they're only going to supplement everything else so if your training and your nutrition are in check your sleep your hydration all that stuff is all sorted then supplements will help um you know i think For fat loss, I mean, I don't want to give out too much advice around what supplements you should use because I don't think you have to use any in terms of getting um, in shape. I guess I'll tell you what I use at the moment. You know, I'm using a creatine monohydrate every single day regardless of whether I'm cutting or or bulking. Um, I'm using a whey protein or hydrolyzed whey protein um, to help me reach my protein intake for the day, adding it to smoothies and oats and all that type of stuff. I'm using branched-chain amino acids purely just to help me get more water in. Um, I think it does have some benefits, probably not as much as what I used to think um, in terms of results, but I just think it allows me to drink more water, so that's a plus. Um, I am also using Oxyshred quite often as well, which has been proven to help burn fat. Um, I think it's also just good for mood and energy levels, obviously, and helps suppress the appetite when you're in a fat loss phase. I also am using vitamin D um, every single day. I'm also using zinc, uh, a lot of mushroom extracts, which I've been loving. So I'm using reishi before I go to sleep, um, lion's mane and cordyceps in the morning. Um, You guys should check out the life cycle episode I did with the founder um, on this show around the benefits of mushroom extracts if you've never heard of them before. Um, And then the other ones, I guess, magnesium before bed. I spray magnesium oil on my stomach before I go to sleep, which has been great. Um, I've been using Oxy uh, Sleep by EHP as well and then I have been using Pride which is their pre-workout if you don't have access to a pre-workout just caffeine you know whether it's a a coffee or whatever it may be before training obviously has a lot of research to show that it helps elevate uh, metabolic rate and heart rate for a short period of time can lead to better focus and whatnot so these are just some of the supplements I like to use. I don't think you have to use any, um, but if you're you're keeping everything in check with all the other factors and you want to get that bit of an edge, I think they uh, can be fantastic. You guys know I'm a big supporter of EHP Labs. Again, it's that same code DJK10 with EHP. Um, if you want to stock up at the moment before we start this year, but look, I, I think the other aspect of this is the mental side. Um, you know, I love talking about the self development self-improvement, sorry, personal development stuff and the benefits of meditation and breath work, cold water therapy and all that type of stuff. But I think just a real basic one which is going to help you make sure that this year um, doesn't go to waste is in terms of your goal setting, um, your visualization, the awareness around what your goals are and the frequency of how often you're making yourself consciously aware of what they are and genuinely putting some focus onto these goals daily, right? So, Setting your goals at the start of the year, which I've talked about on the show already in terms of how to actually set these goals is a big one. But then also looking at how often are you coming back to revisit these? Like, have you reverse engineered how long it's going to take you to lose fat and how you're going to do it? You know, how many calories you need, all this type of stuff. Like, have you done all this work already? Um, And if you have, I think daily journaling is, is a great one. You know, every single day in the morning, writing down the highest priority tasks for the day Um, revisiting and doing a bit of a debrief at night and reflection. Um, Again, meditation for me has been a game changer in allowing me to expand consciousness and um, the law of attraction manifesting and stuff. I know it's not for everyone, but it's been a game changer for me. And I think it can help a lot of people. But something as simple as revisiting your goals as often as possible, um, putting some real intention and clarity around your days and your weeks, um, really asking yourself what you want to achieve out of the week, how that's going to happen, you know who you can help, who can help you, what you're grateful for, um, how you can improve your energy. Just constantly self-reflecting and becoming as self-aware as possible before you come into this year is going to work in your favor, not only from a health and fitness perspective, but just from a life and how good of a human you are as well. And you know, I would, I would employ everyone to put that time and energy into making sure that you know, you get intentional about what it is that you want, how you're going to get there. Um, Don't let this year go to waste is is kind of like the theme of what I'm trying to get at here. Uh, I've said before, you don't need to wait until Jan 1st to do this, but doing a lot of self-reflection, getting very honest with yourself, looking to work through self-limiting beliefs, looking to start to manifest the things you want in your life, making sure you're cutting out as much negativity as possible and focusing on all the positives. And this doesn't just mean saying affirmations in the mirror every single morning. This genuinely means taking positive action towards your goals, um, getting clear on what it is that you want, getting you know removing and blocking a lot of the things, eliminating a lot of the things in your life that are negative or holding you back at the moment, no matter how hard that may feel. Um, and you're starting to manifest positivity, okay, because we... I've said this before and, you know, I know this wasn't meant to be as much of a mindset podcast but I'll just tie this last bit in here. Like I said the other day, um, whether it was on a podcast or something, I can't remember, but we we are manifesting every single day, whether it's positive or negative. We are genuinely manifesting every day, all right? So think of the days where you've had a shit day, right? Someone might have cut you off in traffic on the way to work. You've then, you know, started swearing at yourself. You've then started saying the day is going to be shit Um, you're then pissed off with everyone at work everything's negative and it's a bit of a snowball effect I guarantee you did have a shit day but it all stemmed from you it's it's not what happens to you it's how you react and how you respond and your perception of that that instance right so yes someone cut you off it is what it is you couldn't you can't control that they may have been on the way to go and see their you know their partner who's about to give birth to their child and they were rushing to get the hospital they may have had a shit day themselves and they cut you off I'm sure they didn't mean it right but you don't need to carry that energy across throughout the rest of the day because it's going to only lead to negativity and you are manifesting that for yourself negative self talk talking about people behind their back constantly focusing on what you don't have constantly talking about how you know you can't do this because of x or i'll be happy when x it like all this shit is your fault and you have to take responsibility for that and when you can flip that around and start to manifest positivity and, rate, and raise your level um, of, of vibrational frequency and live on a higher frequency by focusing on gratitude, only thinking and talking about the things you do want, um, being happy for other people, and not resenting people when they do well, um, going out of your way to add value to other people's lives as well, not just your own. And... And I think, you know, continuing to have this self-belief that what you want is is able to be um, attracted to you into your life and you have to be patient. You know, just understand that once you put that intention out there and once you do the work, it's it's on its way. You can't force it. Um, and that, that applies for all goals, not just your health and fitness ones, but the mindset side of things plays into how important it is to achieve your goals. Um, and it's not just training and eating. Your whole your whole life kind of plays into this. Every aspect of your life is important when it comes to achieving these goals. And that momentum you get from getting in shape physically is going to allow you to then, you know, carry that over to things like your career and your relationships, your family, financial side, build that momentum and self-belief. And if you can take care of your mental health the way you do of your physical health, then they work hand in hand. They tie in together. You're going to see far greater results on both and I don't think you can have one without the other. You can't have one firing optimally if you don't have the other one firing as well. Um, so that's significantly important. But I rambled on a bit. This was meant to be a very short episode, but um, I've enjoyed this and I hope you have too and I hope it's come of some benefit to you for the start of this year. Um, as always, look, if you, if you need some help with your training, if you'd like me to... Be your coach um, on the DK Fitness app. Whether it's working with me one on one or any of the programs on my website, there's links in the show notes below. Um, you can try the VIP Workout Club for seven days free if you use the code DK Trial. And um, I honestly just hope you guys have a fantastic 2023 and see awesome results. And um, you know that that you are finally able to take that next step and have the self belief and and understand that that you are. You are capable of so much more than what you have achieved so far um, and that you can help bring other bring up other people around you as well and spread that positivity and, um, and continue to vibrate on a much higher frequency and, and have a fucking awesome year and get shredded if that's your goal or get jacked, whatever one it is. Who cares? They're both awesome um, and I'm sure you guys are going to absolutely smash it. Um, I believe in you and I think you can do it and I know you can do it and hopefully this episode helps. So... Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, I'm looking forward to chatting to you guys again very soon in another episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Have a great day.